these things on ourselves and the Lord has to allow us while he'll forgive us for mismanaging stewardship you know our funds or our time when we were supposed to be working or whatever it was that we have to live through the consequence of that so that we don't do it again well hello and God bless you welcome to blendcouragesyou.com where we're here with the word of the Lord to help encourage you to stay on the wall for the Lord. My name is Blend, and I am blessed to be here with all of you on this episode number 104 of our podcast. Well, BCU family, we are in the midst of celebrating the release of BCU's 100th podcast by answering your questions. So this conversation is going to continue. So do me a favor, please go ahead and take this time to get your Bibles, your notebooks, something to write with, a snack, and settle on in. Blend Encourages You is coming to you with promises, blessings, and treasures. That's what's coming up next. All right, BCU family, we are going to get into our podcast content momentarily. Right now, I would like to establish protocol. So if you are a longtime listener, thank you so very much for being here. We certainly do appreciate you. And if you happen to be a first time listener, you know what? Thank you so much. We certainly appreciate you being here as well. And I'm going to ask you to consider right now making our relationship permanent. So wherever you are listening from, if you're on the blendcouragesyou.com site, if you're on Stitcher Radio, Google Play, on iTunes, or now known as Apple Podcasts, or on SoundCloud, wherever you are listening from, do me a favor and go ahead and hit the subscribe button. That's all you have to do, and that gets you in as an official part of the BCU family. Welcome. All right, BCU family, we're going to get to the good stuff. Let's just review quickly what's been happening and what we've talked about in terms of questions that we answered from you, the viewers and listeners to the podcast and readers of the blog. So we've talked about how the ministry got started for BCU and how tough it is to keep it going from time to time. And then in our next question It's all about the dispensations. So we've covered three dispensations so far. The dispensation of innocence, conscience, and human government. So we're heading into dispensation number four, the dispensation of promise. And we're going to break that down. You certainly do not want to miss uh, what the Lord says here. So without further ado, BCU family, here is my wonderful friend, Jewel Taylor, and I talking about dispensation number four. Take a listen. Hey there, BCU family. All right, Blend from BlendCouragesYou.com here with the awesome Jewel Taylor. So we are heading into, this is segment number five, my goodness, of the BCU 100 podcast celebration. So we are going to jump right in and uh, we're going to finish up our conversation. Or let me see, let me, let's start 
to finish up the conversation on our dispensations. I'm not going to promise y'all anything because I, I want to be sure I'm truthful with you. So we talked about dispensations one, two, and three. So innocence is one, conscious, uh, conscience is two, human government is three, and then number four is the dispensation of promise. And that started with the call of Abraham. Um, and continued through the lives of the patriarchs and ended with the exodus of the Jewish people from Egypt. So uh, historians say that's about 430 years. So the dispensation, this particular one of promise, God developed this great nation uh, that he had chosen as his people. And you can read about that, uh, Genesis chapter 12, Uh, through Exodus chapter 19. So some of the the highlights from the dispensation of promise, of course, was from the covenant from Abraham and some key points of God's unconditional covenant. And I just love God because he doesn't place conditions on, you know, what it is that that he says. Uh, So he would make Abraham great that he would uh, bless Abraham so that a great nation would come from him. Uh, He would be sure that uh, in Abraham all the families of the earth were blessed and that this covenant, which was repeated from Isaac and Jacob, uh, was confined to the Hebrew people and the 12 tribes of Israel. So uh, a lot of what went on in that particular dispensation, you know, of course, was for that time. And uh, again, this is not going to be a very popular thought. You all know that I'm not really concerned about the popularness of over truth, that we like to claim the blessings of Abraham. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-oh. Hello, (laughs) Paul. This covenant... I'll say it again. This covenant, which was repeated to Isaac and Jacob, is confined to the Hebrew people and 12 tribes of Israel. Amen. That's all there is to it, BCU family. You know, we, we, we hear these things and we jump on them and we really want to be mindful of who God made his promises to. There are certain aspects in the Bible that were written for certain times, certain people, and it's for us to learn from and not to prosper from in terms of monetary gain. Mm. That's a mouthful right there. (laughs) I'm just saying. We really want to let me go back. You know, we, we have gotten to a point here in this dispensation of grace, and I know we're not quite there yet, where we just want to mass accumulate all kinds of earthly goods. And let me say to you all very clearly that I have no problem, and God has no problem with blessing us with certain things. There's no ifs, ands, buts, or suppose. We don't have to take a vow of poverty in order to show our dedication to God. It's when amassing these things equates to your service. Well, if you don't have this kind of house or this kind of car or this amount of money in the bank or these kind of clothes that you wear, then you're not 
and you're, you're in a place in Christ that you should be, or using the people of God to profit off of that. That is not what God ever intended. It's, it's the complete opposite of what yeah. God wanted. And also, too, to count people worthy, depending on their level of prosperity. Right. That you can't serve unless you have everything together. Yeah. That you can't be anointed and maybe not in the higher tax bracket. You know, these are things that we don't realize we do. Right. And it's a part of culture, and it's not what technically what God has said. And as you say that, you know, uh, I think it's in the book of James, and and that's respect of persons. Mm -hmm. And that is sin. When we esteem certain people over another because of their clothing or their status or who they are in the community. Yeah. 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 Oh, goodness. That is a, that's just a can of worms right there. Yeah. I think, unfortunately, that is where our modern church culture has, has, has bent toward. With the advent of prosperity preaching in the 80s, yes. we have now embraced the culture of more. Mm-hmm. That, bless, that God means more. That serving God means I am entitled to more. Mm-hmm. And he wanted us to have more, but more life for him. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> more shoes and more houses. <laughs> you, it, it's so true. And, and, and it's funny you say that. You know, I got saved in 1992, and I was at the tail end of that. And I can remember, and I didn't know any better. And I can remember, you know, an older uh, sister in Christ, and we grew up together. I claimed that car in the name of Jesus, and I, it was a name it, claim it, blab it, grab it, and I was running around like other people just saying all of that, and thank God for his mercy and my ignorance and unlearnedness because, you know, I, I thought that that's what you were supposed to do. And, you know, I got a rude awakening when, you know, I'm, I'm praying for all of this stuff and, and naming and blabbing it, and I'm like, well, it's not here. You know, this, this time tomorrow, a big check is going to come in the mail. Yeah, a big bill came. And it was, <laughs> <laughs> you had to write a big check for it. Asking for a check. <laughs> That's where the big check came from. Pay that big bill. Praise the Lord. <laughs> so, you know, I didn't understand. I'm like, well, why isn't this working? And that's not how God intends for things to work. And, and we have to look at, you know, with, you know, with, with some of the financial, and I, I'm, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to make a circle back, y'all, I promise, with this financial situations that, that we're in, and I, I can speak from experience, that sometimes we just bring these things on ourselves, yeah. and the Lord has to allow us, while he'll forgive us for mismanaging stewardship, you know, our funds or our time when we were supposed to be working or whatever it was, that we have to live through the consequence of that so that we don't do it again. So I can't go around here spending up my money any kind of way and then want to name and claim and trying to get the blessings of Abraham to pay for stuff that I should have paid for with the money that the Lord gave me. Yeah, Yeah. Because... Many of the people, and I know people from all walks of life, from poor to extremely well-off. The ones that are extremely well-off work for what they had. 
And yes, God does come in and give us blessings and sure. he does perform miracles when we aren't looking or when we don't least expect it. That's not to eliminate that. And she said, let me clearly say, <laughs> God is still a blessing. He does bless us with earthly things. And he, there's no problem with us having a nice home, a nice car. The issue is, is that that's our focus. And that is our that is our standard bar now, where everyone feels that everyone is entitled to mansions and houses on this in this life. And there will be people who are walking with God and who are anointed by God, and they will never own a home. Mm. And it's no fault of their own. It's just how life is going to be for them. Mm. Does it mean that they're discounted by God? Does it mean that they're forgotten, that they're not loved of God? That's just not what's going to happen for them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we we look down on these people as though they are God is not with them. Mm. When he could, he's with he's with whomever trusts in him mm-hmm. and obeys his will. Mm-hmm. Whether you have a mansion or whether you have a one bedroom apartment, we have to stop putting people in boxes the way we like to box up God, we put people in boxes as though God can't do anything through them and for them without them having these prosperity criteria. But I'm here to inform you, the people that I know that are very well off, they worked for what they have. Mm -hmm. And going back to that lesson on stewardship, they were good stewards over their funds. Mm -hmm. And they understood how not only to make money, but how to save and also increase what they had through whatever means, whether it's investment. However, they were good stewards over their finances. So some of us are suffering because we were not being good stewards. And we have to understand that blessings come from proper stewardship in general. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now listen, I don't sat back. The notebook is out. <laughs> oh, <here you> go. <laughs> See, the notebook is out. <laughs> you are talking right. And and you you already know that one of my favorite, one of my favorite parables in the in the scriptures is the one, the parable of the talents. Y'all know I will I will be talking about that until the Lord takes me out of here because let me tell you, I, any kind of way I can use those talents, I'm bringing the talents in. You hear what I'm saying to you? I am bringing the talents in. But you're right, and and you all read about the talents if you have it, Matthew chapter twenty five, and the, the they these guys were trusted with what, and what I love about that is is that the Lord entrusted them with this and gave them their talents according to their several ability, and God gives us whatever it is according to our ability. So he's so wise and so awesome that he's not going to give me $500,000 in a clip if he knows that I'm going to do something crazy with it. (laughs) You know, you know what? She took it to the gold teeth, y'all. She took it to the gold teeth. Oh, what, what was it called? A grill? I think it was called a grill, right? Oh my goodness. You done took it back. That's a lot of that's a lot of uh, <laughs> come up and on the grill there. Oh my goodness! Yeah, somebody somebody did that thing too. Oh God bless. 
So, you know, we, we have to think about that. And even if I am a good steward, maybe having half a million dollars is not what God's perfect will is for me. So we just want to work with what we've got. And, and be wise with what we have and, and be grateful. And that just leaves room for more. And, and I think that you find that as you get more satisfied in Jesus, that the material things really don't matter. And it's not that you shouldn't have nice things, or, and I'm not saying that. It's just it, it, the accumulation part of things in your life just... It's it's really not that big of a deal because you it's know once you anymore. Yeah, yeah. Just even with recently for me personally, seeing the tragedies um, in the Caribbean with these hurricanes and then out west with the fires, people's luxury homes went up in flames within five to ten Jesus, minutes. Jesus, I remember watching um, the news and they were talking about a tsunami in one of the um, Far East countries, and it was a major tsunami to where inland was getting flooded. And this man, it just really struck me, because this man was talking about his home, and they were showing a camera shot of his house, and his things just floating (gasps) down the street. And I said, Lord... I am putting too much importance on things that can end up floating down the street. Mm. And my prayers and my heart goes out to everyone affected by the recent tragedies, natural disasters around the globe, even into Sierra Leone. They had mudslides, the um, hurricane victims of Harvey, Irma, Maria, Jose. I mean, Lord, the list of hurricanes down in the Gulf and in the Caribbean. And then also the wildfires out west. And it's just, like the song says, tragedy is common. Thank you, Jesus. And we are thankful for what God has given us, but this stuff does not last. And so many people, after they interviewed them, said, I have my life, or I have my family. Mm -hmm. That's all that matters. There are people down in Puerto Rico who have nothing now because of these hurricanes, Mm -hmm. and they are just thankful for life, and they're just trying to survive. So all this stuff, that we put so much importance on, it can go away in an instant, mm. in a blink of an eye. And that's why God said, don't, you know, don't, earthly things, don't let that be your treasure. Let your treasure be in things above, because that's what will last. And I've had to repent myself for putting too much emphasis on things. And I think that doctrinally, we need to get back to that. Amen, BCU family. Such a powerful thought that Jewel left us with. And I'd love to cap that off with a scripture from the book of Matthew, chapter 6, verses 19 through 21. And Jesus admonishes us not to lay up for ourselves treasures on the earth where moth and rust does corrupt and thieves do break through and steal. Rather, we should lay up ourselves Uh, treasures in heaven where there are no moths or rust that destroys or corrupts and thieves cannot break in and steal and then verse number 21 says that wherever our treasure is is where our heart is and that's for us to examine bcu family where is our heart when it comes to the things of this world versus the things of god and if we're out of alignment 
if we talk to the Lord about it, if we repent, as Jewel said, the Lord will forgive us and get us back in line so that our treasures are lined up to where he is because that's where we want to be uh, when we leave this earth. We want to be with Jesus. So uh, with that BCU family, I am just so full from what it was that the Lord uh, blessed uh, us to share with you and pray that you feel the same way. And we want to hear all about that. So please take the time to drop us a comment uh, wherever you are listening from. Uh, you can head on over to blankcouragesyou.com or if you happen to be listening on Google Play, Stitcher Radio, on Apple Podcasts, formerly known as iTunes, or on SoundCloud, you can certainly leave us a, net, a message, a comment, and we can continue our conversation. All right, BCU family, we're going to wrap things up. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is Blend from BlendCouragesYou.com. Lord will, until the next time we're together, may our God bless you, keep you, make his face to shine upon you, and give you peace as you stay on the walk.